Warning, the Rain Man Show contains discussions that are 49% geek, 51% dude. Listener discretion is advised. you to eat your poop <laughs> eat your poop on the witness stand your honor please <laughs> all right hello everybody welcome to the rain man show michael flores your host and of course i'm in the studio with thomas kelly hello how are you today thomas i'm doing pretty well all things considered yeah all right good now today thomas we're going to be continuing our halloween horror stories so much fun. So revealing. I almost canceled today's show. No just, shit. Just because it's end of the month and there's a lot of Patreon content that we have to put out. Okay. But then I thought, well, Halloween, we had so much content prepared for Halloween. We cannot do it next week. It just would feel insincere. And I'm all about sincerity on this network. Right? Well, yeah. And you got to give the people what they want, which is horrifying stories about penis. Do they really... Do they really want horrifying stories that involve male genitalia? On Halloween, I'd like to think so, since we're already too well, in on this. I guess if it is terrifyingly gross. Right. I think it's less terrifying and more disgusting. I think it's that. a body horror thing. Okay. I like where you're going with that. <laughs> I, I will uh, I will co-sign that. Okay. Yeah. See? Yeah. All right. So Halloween certainly brings out the stupid people more than any other holiday, I'd say. My feed has been filled with Halloween morons of people dressing in attire that makes them look racist, makes them look like racist lunatics. I mean, people dressing in SS uniforms, really? I know that's a joke, and we do think, <laughs> and we we make up a lot of fake stories involving Tony. Let's just right. Let's just reveal Oz for a moment. We'll pull back that curtain. And show them the decrepit wizard. <laughs> right. Just kind of a show more than anything. But I'm I'm baffled that that there really are people that in their mind, they're like, yeah, you know what? I think for Halloween, me and my son are going to be dressed as Nazi soldiers. And my wife is going to be Anne Frank. Oh, and she, my God. Those are things that I saw. I'm like, come on. Are you serious? Decorate your attic, you know, as well. Oh. Is that what you're going to do? With a straw mattress and a journal? It just... It, or is it, it it's, a diary? It's like these people have bizarre fetishes, you know? And then they can actually come true during the holiday <laughs> season. The year. Like, hey, honey, you know that uh, weird, uh, like, fantasy I've been that having? Weird... You know, I'm an SS soldier. <laughs> you're Anne Frank. I find you in the attic, naked, right in the middle of you washing your clothes in the sink. You know, that's disturbing, but I would believe someone does that. Actually, that I find that strangely oh, erotic God. suddenly. I mean, I, <laughs> I mean, forget Halloween horror stories. Let me make it. Let me start writing some porno. Oh, God. Some offensive porno. Yeah. And then people dressed up as blackface. Really? Yeah. I, I, I know. I know people are stupid. I, I feel like that's one thing we can all learn from this show is that <laughs> the hosts are stupid as well as the topics we cover. You realize that society just sucks, but you, 
but there's a part of you that that doesn't feel like it could be true. There's a disconnect because we don't we don't actually know those people, right? But then you see them post things on social media, and you get these articles that go viral. And you're baffled that there's somebody out there who says, yeah, you know what? Let me paint my face with some shoe polish and call it a night. And I won't think twice about going to that party. Yeah. Remember when people dressed up as stuff that was just fucking funny and possibly offensive? That's okay. These just aren't even funny. Being funny, at least for me, I'll give you a pass. If you're funny, when it comes to me, if it's funny, I'll give you that pass. For example, the Bill Cosby one from a couple years ago <laughs> where he was passed. That was a costume where Bill Cosby's pa- is uh, has a woman attached to him and she's knocked out. Right. He's holding a martini glass. That's clever. A bit vulgar, but funny. Oh, yeah. Vulgarity is fine as long as it's funny. And then that other one, the Catholic priest costume with the child under the robes. Oh, I mean, that's fucking yeah. effing great. <laughs> I forgot about that one. It's just none of this is funny. That's the it's problem. It's just like, hey, I'm a black person. It's like Roseanne, you know, making some joke on social media. That's not her platform to to. It. Yeah, it's not her platform to test out material. No. We've said that before. Go to the, the local comedic shop in Los Angeles and try your jokes out there. Don't post it for the whole world who doesn't understand your your humor. But even that comment she made just wasn't fucking funny. If it right. was funny, it probably would have gotten a pass just a bit, maybe. At least easier time. It would have been easier for a lot of people to swallow if it was packaged in a, in a well-thought-out joke. That took effort. Yeah, that was just, hey, I'm, I'm high on Ambien, and I'm going to do something Roseanne-ish and post something blatantly offensive, and it will have nothing that resembles humor attached to it. On the platform that's perhaps the worst for this kind of taken out of context statement. Yes. And then I'm going to play stupid and pretend I didn't know she was black. I thought the bitch was white. That doesn't. Then why would you type what you did? I think all racist people should be should do that. I think Matt Lauer should do Pretend. that. Like, hey, you know what? I didn't know I had sex with her. <laughs> like, I, I didn't realize I whipped my dick out. That's, that's my, what sex is. My bad. I didn't realize I had a button un- installed under my desk to lock the door so you can't escape my charmingly good looks. I thought you locked the door. How would you explain that one? Like I just did. Thomas, are you not listening? Just, that's just, how I would explain it. Literally, they just wanted to be your friend that much. I'm like, you know what? I thought she locked the door and I thought <laughs> we were role playing. I don't know if that one will hold up in court. You're going to need a damn good lawyer for that one. I don't know. I think it, I think it might work. You know, my mom always says I missed my calling because I can win any <laughs> argument through my fucked up logic. And she's right. I should have been. I should have been a lawyer. Would have been making a living rather than begging people for fucking Patreon pledges. <laughs> <laughs> you might be a really good lawyer for today. This day and age, trying to twist as much things as yeah. win any argument. And, and, even a, and Tony would be my legal assistant as well. He, you sure? He would be my, um, what's the word that they use? Uh, paralegal. Paralegal. Tony would help me put together my my cases and we would probably represent the underbelly of society, but I'm okay with that. (laughs) They too are entitled to all the justice that this country offers. You'd be Saul Goodman. I would be Saul Goodman. I would be that guy (laughs) minus the, the odd hair. Right. Saul Badman. Yeah. What are you whispering over there, Andrew? God, He had a dad joke. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah. I mean, just to make it clear, Thomas, I mean, I'm far from offended by the blackface costumes or the SS Nazi stuff or the bean burrito Mexican costume I saw. <laughs> I, like, I, I'm not offended. I just feel like it's stupid. It's not yeah. funny. If you're going to do something, try to be funny. There's better options. Yeah. I mean, Chappelle, when in doubt, look at something Chappelle did. Chappelle did a lot of things that not that are not borderline offensive. They're straight up offensive. Yep. And yet it's some of the best humor of the early to mid 2000s. Such good stuff. That's good offensive humor done right. And yeah. of course, this show. Of course. Naturally. It, it goes it goes David Chappelle. Then the Rain Man show. Right. <laughs> right. They're just synonymous. Minus the millions of dollars and the accolades. And the fame. Right. And the fame. And the nightly blowies. And the TV Because show. we're rock stars. Uh, yeah. But like and other minus than that. The, minus the big black dick as well. <laughs> For me, anyways. For me. But other than that, I mean, it's right there. Yeah. Uh, Megan Kelly apologizes for defending black-faced Halloween costumes. Nice. Um, yeah, I, I... Did you guys hear this audio at all? No, I've not. Okay, let me play the audio, and I want to get your thoughts, Thomas, because I'm a bit... I have to admit, I'm... Oh. I'm not the right. No, no, I'm not the person you should ask whether this is <laughs> okay for her to do or say or whether or not she was actually saying what people are implying. She said, because I'm in love with Megan Kelly. I don't care about her politics. In fact, the worse politics, the better. That's what I find attractive. I'm like, if I just despise your politics, come here, come for here the, for you're, the angry. You're, yeah, you're a piece of shit. Come here. <laughs> Here we go. Still be able to dress like a moron. But what, but what is racist? Because because truly, you do get in trouble if you are a white person who puts on black yes, face yes. on Halloween, or a black person who puts on white face yes. for Halloween. Like I, okay, back that, when I was a kid, that was okay as long as you were dressing up as like a character. Yeah, if somebody like, feels like something is offensive to them, then you should say it, and that's fair game. Yeah, and, and you should be able also, to take it if you're going to dress up like yeah, that. You gotta yeah, you got to be able to take it. Yeah. One of the things they mentioned is people dressing up like Nazis and this. If you think it's offensive, it probably yeah, is. Yeah, yep. And one of my big complaints just about society right now is whatever happened, and I know how you were raised. I don't yeah. know how you were raised, but. That's no, questionable. Yeah. Um, <laughs> whatever happened to just manners and polite society? But on Halloween, on Halloween no, you've got guys running around with no. fake axes coming no, out of their what, head. But what I'm saying like you're gonna, is. You're going to be, it's going to be jarring. Right, but what I'm saying is in polite society. Mm-hmm. She's trying to, I don't know what she was trying to say. It feels like she, to me, she was trying to justify blackface by saying black guys do white face. And is it the same thing? Essentially, yes. But the thing is, and I usually don't get all serious at the beginning of the show, but the thing is, is that there's a, a history, a deep history that goes back to the days when blackface was a source of entertainment where they created these cartoon versions of black people and made fun of them. They, they gave them fake giant lips and, and and giant ears and made them look like they were monkeys and then made fun of it. So white people, black people, there's no history of black people dressing up as white people and insulting them and also taking away their rights. I do think that there is more racism in the past. Get in that from black. There is more racism from the past in with blackface. Things like you said, it was for entertainment, like the jazz singer. It's this cartoonish, over-the-top right. representation. Mm-hmm. 
I kind of get what she was trying to say yes. in a more mild term, but it's okay. So you, you got that. Sh- I, Cause I was looking, I'm looking at her face while she's doing this and it does. I don't get the idea that she was trying to say blackface is, is okay. okay. No, I think she was trying to prove a point that Halloween is Halloween. Like the, there's a bunch, there's people with axes in their heads. It's going to be jarring. It's, but what she's not understanding is there, there's a big difference between someone looking horrifying with an ax in their head and someone just being blatantly racist doing white doing blackface now now let's say they're a a cosplayer and this is what they do and they want to dress up as a black character there's nothing wrong with that at all now if they purposely make their face look black and it looks offensive then i might question that but if a white dude wants to dress up as black panther or any other taboo character that you're not allowed to do unless you're black that's just fucking silly so on that note specifically there is a a very strong thread in like unspoken rule in the cosplay community where if you are not the ethnicity of the character you intend to cosplay you are not supposed to cosplay that's fucking stupid i agree i i think that's unfair yeah that's that i don't agree with i black people can only be like black panther you can't be batman if you wanted to nah she opened that clip with what's racist about blackface. Literally, yeah. that sentence. <laughs> okay. Play the clip again. I don't want to play it again. One, someone who's racist would not so think what are you saying? You're saying that, dressing is a n- that she is purposely trying to justify Absolutely. blackface? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. See, I don't read okay. it as that negative. I don't know. I, don't look, I, don't I don't know. Body language and facial expressions say a lot, and her face looks flustered, like she's trying to backtrack she, a bit because she got stuck in a corner. I yeah. think you're. Fix. I think but you're putting too of, much demonism on her. Genuinely, as Mike said, naive, trying to understand something she doesn't understand from her perspective. I think and she's you're ignorant more than anything. she's ignorant. Yes, and I think you're taking as she clearly meant it because she's a bitch, and you're that's. <laughs> I think that's the problem is some people just have to accept that not everyone knows what's taboo and what's not within their social circle. Do you want to? uh, Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead, Thomas. Like she doesn't know because she's ignorant to the subject material. She doesn't know because she's a rich, rich white female who's never had to interact with somebody outside of right there. Now you're you're attacking her for just her being an idiot. But that's not ju- necessarily true either because yeah, Thomas yeah. and I had this very conversation and he had to explain it to me the other day. Oh, wait, you believe in blackface? No, I don't believe oh, in uh, blackface, uh, but... Is, is it like a religion? Oh, I believe in blackface. <laughs> Andrew, do you want to protest Megan Kelly? I mean, we know you're a protester now. <laughs> yeah. Go ahead. I, I think that her, her bullet points are unfounded and she should think about what... It's a it casual conversation. No, hold on. I'm letting Andrew protest. Go ahead. That's we, it. We That's know all you're I got. No, no, go ahead. The, the, the mic she is yours. She needs to think about her words and figure and, and if you open up a conversation about asking a question about what's racist, about a historically racist thing that has been used to demonize a whole sect of people, guess fucking what? Does anybody got any pepper spray so we can put this uh, protester <laughs> down? <laughs> <laughs> we got a baton stick somewhere, I, right? I just like that Andrew is... Uh, <laughs> I'll get, you're, 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 well, yeah. I'll get up on a soapbox once again. I'll get up on a soapbox. It doesn't even have to be my soapbox. I'll He's just not get up. Black. Cunt is a is a such a just fantastic <laughs> word. This is a guy. Yeah. Yep. This is a guy right yeah. now that is belittling Megan Kelly for things that she said during a live show. It's almost like he's done that yeah. when he dropped the C word during a live show and had like back. I really think Andrew should think about what he's saying before he goes into a conversation about a group <laughs> that have been systematically, ra- uh, you know, abused yeah. that he hasn't thought about. 
and I getting back to Megan Kelly, I feel like she just has a record of saying silly things and sticking her foot in her mouth. And it just shows, I feel the general audience that more and more, I don't feel like she has a true grasp on society just by some of the things she says. So Megan Kelly comes back and apologizes, which is even better than the black. I think this is more entertainment than the blackface. Megan Kelly. And I want to begin with two words. I'm sorry. Oh, I feel sorry. Uh, you may have heard that yesterday. She looks like she's going to cry. I just want to coddle her a bit. But come here. <laughs> come here. Today, we had a discussion here about political correctness and Halloween costumes. And that conversation turned to whether it is ever okay for a person of one race to dress up as another. A black person making their face lighter or a white person making theirs darker. I don't like that she had to throw that part in again. We knew. Because once again, it shows that she's trying to be, because her whole thing is kind of what Andrew says. That's why I think it's funny that he's disliking her. Because her whole thing is she will not subscribe to PC thinking and she will not subscribe to biased thought. So she's purposely throwing in and black people making their face white. To make a costume complete. I defended the idea saying as long as it, as it was respectful and part of a Halloween costume, it seemed okay. Well, I was wrong and I am sorry. <laughs> One of the great parts of sitting in this chair each day is getting to discuss different points of view. Sometimes I talk and sometimes I listen. And yesterday I learned. I learned. She sounds like she's going to cry. She looks like she's going to cry. Given the history of blackface being used in awful ways by racists in this country, it is not okay for that to be part of any costume. So she did the right thing and apologized. She didn't need to. And the moral clause that she has in her contract cannot fire her for that because she, what she said wasn't said in a Alex Jones matter of fact oh, yeah. way. It was said during a discourse amongst other people. So she's not, she's, she can't get fired for that. I feel like we too should offer an apology of sorts. I find it crucial that Tony leads this and apologizes for his comments during previous shows. And he never really considers it to be offensive. And sometimes it even comes out that he endorses blackface. So just <laughs> in the spirit of things and to show that we wish to never cross that line, Tony, go ahead and please you have an apology written out, correct? Uh, thank you very much, Mike. Yes, I, I do. <laughs> Hi. No, don't laugh. I'm sorry. That's okay. I forgive you. This is serious. Go ahead. Hi. I'm Tony Sabal. And like uh, Michael said, I have an apology here. And I feel it is time for me to address my behavior on the Rain Man show and apologize for my actions. In the past, I've made jokes about blackface enthusiastically endorsed the wearing of Nazi clothing and occasionally have been known to wear a Confederate headband while at the gym. <laughs> None of these things I'm proud of. And I've recently decided to take a hard look at the man in the mirror. And I want to say I sincerely apologize. I am sorry if my words have led some to feel poorly about themselves. Personally, I blame my mother, who I believe... <laughs> has a negative influence over me. Her own prejudice for years had my siblings, and I believe that Koreans were simply a type of insect. Oh. Unfortunately, it was not until high school that I uh, flunked biology class that I learned that Koreans were simply a subhuman species. And for that, I apologize. Wait, what was that last, what was that last point? Thomas, I'm not done, please. Okay. 
I'm just a man, a flawed man. And I throw myself onto you, good people, and beg that you have mercy. If you find that, I, that you cannot forgive me for my blackface jokes, then I offer you an opportunity to get even. Simply take two pieces of scotch tape and elongate the shape of your eyes by taping them back until you look Asian. I believe this to be a fair recompense for my gross negligence and offensive behavior. Simply put, a spade for a spade. I said spade. This is supposed to be an apology. (laughs) So, like Thomas Cowley, I'm sorry. P.S. Please don't put a sheeny curse on me. Oh, and, Jesus. Uh, lastly, the South will rise again. Wait, wait, okay. Stay strong. <laughs> Hashtag oh, me too. Oh, my God. That's offensive. You're supposed to have... Po- <laughs> that to was a very sincere apology, Mike. Please. I think your ignorance is showing just like uh, Megan <laughs> Kelly's. I put my best foot forward. No, right that, in your mouth. No, I put my best goose step forward. Oh. And, you know, like I wanted to at least uh, just in, in, in line and like uh, and like stand right next to you, Michael, and just say, no, yes, I not, need to apologize. You're not going to stand anywhere next to me. No, I, I, <laughs> and tell I think, you I think all, real these years, all these years of being on the show have uh, shown an ugly side of me. The, tr- the truth. <laughs> so whose fault is it? Your mother's or the show? It seems like you're trying to pass the buck to a lot of people and not actually accept responsibility for yourself. No, I do blame my mother. <laughs> Shame. Shame. I'm going to let you stew a bit on that. Shame. So we know where he stands on it. Shame. <laughs> All right. We have also received various messages over the last few days about the discolored penis discussion from a couple shows ago. One email said, just when I thought you guys couldn't talk about any more true. Wait, how did she write this? Sorry. There's some typos. Just, I'm going to try to fix this on the fly here. Just when I thought you guys couldn't talk about things that were any more trivial, you get into a discussion about discolored penis. (laughs) I have never seen discolored penis before in real life, or in porn. And I almost vomited in my mouth Oh, when I heard you say that it is a real thing. P.S. Please don't use my name if you read this on the (laughs) Sincerely, so... (laughs) Sincerely, Randy. Oh, what? Um, Look, I knew discolored penis was a thing. Of course you did. (laughs) (laughs) Interesting. um, I find that interesting. But uh, also... Not surprising. (laughs) So I'm glad we can make a few people gag and vomit with our dick stories. Well, it is Halloween, right? Body horror. Right. I think there's a theme this month, right? There's a theme. Also, I received a potential theory from Avi's husband. Avi sent me a message from her husband that had a potential answer to this mystery. The peculiar case of the discolored penis. Sounds like a new Goosebump story. That's a horrible Goosebump story. <laughs> so, Avi's husband coming in with uh, some breaking breaking news or... Scientific theory? Uh, yeah, okay. A brand new scientific paper co-published by Scientist Tony. And maybe mm-hmm. he can be our official penis contributor since he's, he seems to know quite a bit. <laughs> All right, so I'm going to read this message. 
sent from Avi. I did not get permission from her, but we're just going to go with it. (laughs) I can always issue an apology later. So she writes, Leo is listening to the late. Ooh, I might not. I should not have said his name. Possibly. Uh, So-and-so is listening to the latest remand show on his way home from work and had some insight. If a guy's dick doesn't match his skin color in a porn, it's probably because he's had an extension. An extension? Yes. And then he reminded me, she says, of a hilarious story about a friend of ours who had to watch guys pee for the urinalysis. So I'm going to see if Avi is listening and have her call in to see what that story is. If she wants, I believe the phone's on. She can call. Why are people cheering right now? <laughs> They're just so happy about dicks. Jesus. Dicks are real hot right now, according to Andrew. <laughs> I th- Always. I thought that a penis extension like for cosmetic surgery wasn't a thing. Like there's the bionic penises and stuff that they have like over in India. They have bionic penises in India. Uh, there's there's a lot of Is it Coach Seavers tech? <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Andrew, please. Tell uh, me about bionic dick from India. So there's <laughs> in there's this field of, of medical Moving research on. Moving oh, on. where Jeez. people who are impotent and can't don't have function over their genitals are getting implants like paralyzed people are getting implants so they can actually use their penis again. Uh, what yeah so they they basically uh implant uh, uh some sort of tubing network and put A tubing network when you say network do you mean like wi-fi it gets hbo it gets it, it's got stars and stuff you gotta pay extra for that yeah. for premium channels um and they uh, do you want to watch hbo through your pee hole <laughs> it's like a dick projector you just point at a wall and hbo shows never up. be bored urinating ever again all right go ahead please so they have um implants that they place and they put a little sack of saline fluid in a in a pump oh, on the God. side of the leg I, so they can pump their uh push on their leg to pump the saline into their penis to get an erection so they can use their genitals again. I just would give up. <laughs> I mean, I'm still stuck on network and HBO and your dick. <laughs> yeah. So listen, you know, we joke, but discolored penis is a real thing and it ruins my porno watching habits. It really does. The porn industry needs to progress. It's just the same stuff on repeat as well. So you have discolored penis and the same things. They need to find new ways to bring me in to watching porno because I'm kind of getting just kind of burnt out on it. Webcam chicks are taking over. Like I, I, I'm more into watching webcam videos. You know why? Why? No, I don't pay for them. But, you know, just webcam <laughs> thing. I'm like on demand versions they post on Pornhub, stuff like that. That's more interesting because you never know what's going to happen. Uh-huh. Because someday they may use a drill dough. Maybe they'll just slap themselves a little bit. Whereas with a porno, you kind of know what you're going to get. Oh, Francesca James is on Brazzers this week. Oh, we know what she's going to do. You kind of know the go-to. Oh, she's the anal chick. She's the squirting chick. She's the big titty dumb chick. With the webcam chicks, you never know what you're going to get. So for you, it's like a live sporting event. Yes. Very, very good way of putting it. I'd like to see the industry change and the way that they almost create like a build-your-own porno, like with no discolored penis, kind of like those online video games, MMOs. They let you design your own character. You give them the beard. You give them like you yeah. know, big eyes or long hair. You you can pick their face without 
being accused of blackface. You can make them black. You make them white. <laughs> do all kinds of cool things. See, now that's something I can get behind. That should be put on the ballot for November 6th. Build your own porno, Thomas. That's a thing. Virtual MMO porn. I, I don't watch Asian porn. Now, Tony, is discolored penis a <laughs> thing? Tony. <laughs> is do- discolored penis a thing in, in, uh, in the Asian circles? <laughs> well, you know, like those uh, Japanese have like weird shit. I mean, okay, we're uh, talking about listen, like. Listen, Tony, we're talking about you as a Filipino male. Do you know of any Filipinos or Asians in general that have discolored penises? I'm, by the way, I was just joking. I'm not disgusted by those. Michael, them. come on. There are no microscopes that powerful. <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> I'm just saying that those Japanese have like weird tentacle porn, so they they wrap things around their their dicks, you know, like a, and, and uh, discoloring them maybe because of oxygen deprivation. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking madness, dude. Hey, the Rain Man Show will be right back. It's a good story. <laughs> This is Star Wars from the Butter Tank Exclusive. Yes. Seriously, live recording of someone when they found out the news that Kathleen Kennedy would in fact be coming back as the king of Lucasfilm. All right, calm down. Calm down. Wait, everything I mean, will be okay. I think uh, Kathleen Kennedy used all those tears to make her, her garden grow. <laughs> Oh, look how vibrant my garden is, honey. Come here. Oh, I used uh, fan baby tears. Oh, that's a fantastic miracle grow. In fact, I'm going to take an actual fan and I'm going to imprison them unlawfully. I'm going to put them next to my garden and it'll be almost like a drip system. You know how drip systems work? How they just randomly water people's yards? Well, I'm just going to randomly have a fan cry. Over my garden. <laughs> Garrett, every time I need him to start crying, I'll share an idea. I'm like, hey, Mr. Star Wars fan, uh, the next TV show we have planned is going to be starring an Asian woman. <laughs> all right. Thank you. That's enough. That's all I need. All right. Uh, for the next Star Wars movie, it's going to be featuring two Mexican men. <laughs> gonna mind meld with you and i'm gonna take your thoughts my thoughts to your thoughts and your thoughts your thoughts your thoughts your thoughts to mine well just don't uh look into the corner where you know the the fantasy of gynan in my dark mind is right there gynan (laughs) jesus christ there's so many other hot women in star g go for gynan (laughs) wow david jesus gynan was hot man whoopi goldberg (laughs) what (laughs) are you kidding me she is so. Ugh. <laughs> wow, David. I like to learn under her. Oh, you want to get inside of her skirts? Her giant Amish-like robes. <laughs> like that—that's the thing. It's the mystery. What's no, underneath? That? I don't need to know what's underneath that. <laughs> Michelle Forbes, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> 
Doctor Doctor Crusher in the movies? Yes. It, but it's the mystery. It's the mystery. I like how they go. You know, is there a big booty? David, there? some mysteries are better off never known. <laughs> never known. Star Trek from the holodeck, exclusively on Rain Man Digital. Go to RainmanDigitalMedia.com or Patreon.com slash RainmanDigital. End simulation. Free stuff is awesome, but free stuff that will spice up your bedroom is even better. Just go to adamandeve.com and select almost any one item for 50% off, and then we'll load on the free stuff. Just enter this very exclusive code, DEAL30, at checkout, and you'll get 10 tantalizing free gifts, including a sexy item for him, a special toy for her, and a third item you'll both enjoy. And for your viewing pleasure, six free spicy movies on DVD, plus free shipping. Always sent in discreet packaging. So go to adamandeve.com now. Get 50% off plus 10 free gifts when you enter the exclusive offer code DEAL30. Again, that's DEAL30 because without it, no free stuff. That's DEAL30 at adamandeve.com. Want to hear more? Or did you miss a show? No problem. Find us on Stitcher or iTunes. Just search Rain Man. You guys are listening to Rain Man, the Rain Man Show on RM Channel 001. You can listen to us live through the website. Uh, Rain Man Digital? Media.com? No, 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 no. It's because of my fist. <laughs> Hello? Hello? All right, welcome back, everybody, to the Rain Man Show. All right, so we do have, um, we are going to be continuing the Halloween horror stories later today in about 10, 15 minutes. But first, we did bring Randy into the show today. Uh, because she was grossly embarrassed by <laughs> Thomas's confession the other night. And uh, I don't know if she wants to justify for him or if she wants to talk about another story that she wish he shared instead. But <laughs> okay, let me make sure her mic's on. Now, you sent me a message, mm-hmm. Randy, during last week's show when Thomas shared his disgusting, disgusting Halloween oh. horror story. And he revealed that uh, when he gets afraid, much like a turtle, he (laughs) shrinks into a shell. And whether people want to believe it or not, it's a a meager thimble size, if you will. (laughs) Thanks, Mike. (laughs) So, Randy, do you want to share some thoughts on that story first off? How did you feel? Uh, Pretend I'm Barbara Walters and this is 2020. (laughs) And you've been unfairly treated. I mean, what did you deserve? What did you do, Randy, to deserve to be embarrassed by Thomas's disgusting (laughs) stories? Please, you have the mic. I mean, I'm pretty sure we all know what I've done for him to embarrass me as such. But I really was when he that's the one that he whipped out because I'm listening to him and I'm like, okay. And I thought it was number one, really. And wait, you thought number one was real? I 
I thought that you had embellished it a little bit, but I was like, that's the one that sounds a little bit more. What was that? Can you remind the audience? Because I don't remember what number one was. That was the one with the tooth, the bloody. The piercing getting stuck okay, on Okay, wait tooth. a second. So there has been a, t- a moment in your guys' sexual escapades where you were blowing Thomas and you snagged his. Actually, yeah, that happened too. You guys are savages. <laughs> no, there was a moment where, um, so I actually have a tongue ring that I can slip in and out. Oh, damn. We like slipping in and out. <laughs> <laughs> and Don't we, guys? I, um, wink, wink. <laughs> <laughs> you no response for that. <laughs> I, uh, you know, it was a vigorous uh, event and it got lodged in his urethra. Whoa! And <laughs> Holy God! Yeah. No, that's Whoa. not true. It is absolutely true, I and that's what I thought. Did it? Oh yeah, no, yeah. it came. It like popped right out, but no, it was it, like it made it was a like, surprise stop. visit. Yeah, look at Andrew getting so excited. <laughs> That's disgusting. That's like what do you about, mean? He's saying it's disgusting with sheer. That's, 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 that's sucking that's a guy's dick. That should be what a man. Oh my does. god! <laughs> he's saying it with sheer glee right now. That's disgusting, and I'm strangely aroused right now. <laughs> How do you have accidental sounding and be okay with that? <laughs> Nobody said anybody was happy. No one about was what happy happened. about it. He stopped the whole thing. He jerked. He's like, "Nope, this is done." And like it, it wasn't. It was a, it was a mood killer. Pretty, but okay, hold on. How big is your pee hole, Thomas? <laughs> oh, his. <laughs> it's gaping. His pee hole's gaping. Go ahead, Randy. Go ahead. Great job. Is Thomas it's deformed? Like, the, more, the more we hear about his dick, the more I think Charlie Herzman's rendition was completely inaccurate. The more stories we hear. Thomas can can dock, not with his foreskin, but with his oh, urethra. Jesus oh, Christ. Oh, my God. That's, you sick fuck. Everyone, God like, see, see, you're a gay man's dream come true, Thomas, because <laughs> he can actually penetrate both your bum nope, hole and nope, your pee hole. Nope. Turn over. I want to fuck your dick. <laughs> <laughs> you had him recorded saying that. You got that on? Yeah, he should probably. <laughs> wow. That'll be on next week's show. <laughs> Thank you, Andrew, for that little gem. Yeah, holy shit. All right. So <laughs> you prefer, was there a story that you preferred that he shared rather than that one, rather than that one? And why were you kind of grossly embarrassed by what? that story and not the, the one you just shared with us? So because <laughs> both are pretty, both are pretty skeevy. Well, the and first I'm ashamed one... to even have you guys in the studio. Right now. <laughs> are you going to burn this couch afterwards? Yeah. I'd rather have Megan Kelly as my co-host, justifying blackface. Oh, damn. <laughs> Tony, can you please issue an apology for me? All right. <laughs> the uh, the urethra story, that one's a real horror story. So that Ooh. one's that one's fine. I think it was just he drummed up memories because I was there with him for the whole piercing event. Oh, he let and- you in there? Yeah, yeah he needed I? emotional support Thomas, for this. Are you? Are you not? Do you not have any shame? After this show, I don't know anymore. Because, like, <laughs> if I was gonna go get my penis pierced, and I right. knew that my penis would shrink, there's not one person that Maggie didn't would know. not be more than a. She would. You know where she can be? A mile away. A Is mile a away. Restraining order. She does not need to see me and my penis. Under that type of duress. I had no idea. It you was know why? Going to... Because I want her to still want to have sex with me. So. Right. I didn't know it was going to turn out that way when 
I went in for the appointment. So I didn't have any fear or worry no. about her being there. Yeah. Then he, you know, disappointed everybody did what in the he room. did and even i was like oh come on you're making us look bad dude like i've never seen it like that, that was just so were you you're making us look bad at least she throws yeah. like herself in there yeah so randy were you a little appalled were you disgusted did you feel sympathy pity what did you feel as you were looking at thomas's penis slowly shrink to <laughs> to dismal levels it was, was somewhere between like sympathy and pity like just like oh, oh man I just want to start like just flashing my boobs while the guy like isn't looking just to give him something. That's, that's a keeper. See now Randy is a keeper because because that's what you got to do. You got to help him out. That's sometime. a partner in yeah. life right there. Yeah, because I think Maggie would have vomited. <laughs> <laughs> she's not backing me up. She, she's she's not going to want anything to do with that. She's walking out of the room. She's already a mile away. She wouldn't show up. Yep. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. So it doesn't do anything to your sex life, Randy. Like meaning. Do you find him less attractive the next time? Like, do you think that? Like, for example, let's say you're about to have sex and that thimble penis kind of. Oh, wow. Well, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> it, it just kind of flashes in your memory, in your mind's eye, if you will. <laughs> do you get a little dry? Do you dry up a little bit or is it OK? Business as usual. It's just business as usual. Just because it did it the one time okay. doesn't mean that, you know, that that's ever been a repeat performance. He was under. He knew what was happening. Did he apologize when it was happening? Did he apologize to the the piercing gentleman? We didn't say anything to anybody. We were just... Did he snicker a little bit? No. The guy? I, no, he did not. Surprisingly, yeah. he, he didn't. He probably... I'm sure he thought something he, like, Jesus, dude. But he probably is used to that. I'm sure He's it happens a lot, to a yeah. lot of men. Unless you love when dudes touch your dick. Andrew. And... <laughs> chances are you're you're gonna be even if you do like dick dude suck sucking your dick leave me you, i can't talk tonight even if you do like dudes touching your penis like we know thomas does 50 percent of the time <laughs> it's still an un, an unideal situation you're you're whipping your penis out to someone you don't know a complete stranger right yeah i feel you thomas believe me Obviously, the, today's show is all about dick because I'm ashamed of my show notes. I didn't even realize that. I was just piecing together show notes today and I realized, holy shit, the dick entire story. show dick is story. a penis show. Dick story. <laughs> yeah. So I apologize, but it it's, is what it is. It's all leading up to the best dick story, right? I, <laughs> or the worst? I wouldn't say the worst or the best. <laughs> I'd just say it's a penis story that I'd rather not share. All right. So are we ready for the Halloween penis story? I think everyone at this point want, listening to this episode is ready. I'm so excited. All right. <laughs> All right. So just to be clear, or let me clarify the rules. Instead of there being four Halloween stories, there will just be three. So I'm going to make it a little easier for listeners to guess. I feel like the four stories have been pretty difficult. Apparently, yeah. because I'm using things that we've discussed on shows to make people feel like that could be it. Mm -hmm. It's a little bit of misdirection. It's, it's the whole point. Yeah. So we're going to be doing just three stories. One will be true and three will be fake. It'll be up to the audience to decide which is real and which is not. If the audience chooses wisely, they could win a DC Universe annual membership, courtesy of Rain Man Digital. But let that sit in for sink in for a moment as I get prepared. 
The scene was rocking over, digging the sounds. Igor on chains, backed by his baying hounds. The coffin bangers were about to arrive with their vocal group, the Crypt Kicker Five. Once again, that's a little too intense. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Here we go. This is far better. All right. Are you ready, Thomas? I'm ready. Are you ready, Tony? Yes, I am. Are you ready, Andrew? Yes, sir. All right, Randy. Yep. Are you salivating? (laughs) Maybe a little. Are you ready to dry up? (laughs) All right, story number one. In this horror story, we are brought into a world of debauchery and filth. Many years ago, Michael had purchased a new pair of Jordan tennis shoes for a whopping $350. They were collectors, and he had to have them. His friends, who thought he was foolish for spending so much money on a pair of shoes, mocked and poked fun of him. And one night, Michael's friends decided to play a prank on him by stealing his shoes. One of the friends, who suffered from a gross fungal infection known as athlete's foot, had purposely wore Michael's shoes without any socks. Yes, his friends were assholes. (laughs) Now, his friends returned the shoes before Michael had realized they were missing. And to his horror, when he put them on, he had caught his friend's vile fungal infection. After a few days, and because it was a severe case of athlete's feet, the soles of Michael's feet began to peel, and he picked and cleansed the infected area with his hands, when suddenly he got the urge to masturbate, forgetting (laughs) his hands were covered in fungus. And so the story goes, he woke up with a serious case of athlete's dick. (laughs) Needless to say, he never bought a pair of Jordans again and never told his friend that he had essentially given him a form. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to play anymore. Story number two. That was the first fucking story. People people thought I wasn't going to go there. I'll bring it. (laughs) The story goes, or I should say the legend. The legend of the overcooked Mexican hot dog is truly a terrifying tale of disgusting propulsions. The story goes, once there was a young Mexican boy, which you know as Michael, that wanted to be darker than he was. He felt that his skin was just far too pale and unattractive, especially because he was partially Mexican. So tired of the horrifying transparency of his body, he opened up a membership at a tanning salon. For several weeks, he started going, and he liked the progress, until he realized, to his dismay, that his penis was not tanning like the rest of his body. (laughs) Discolored dick. He had a translucent cock and a brown body. He spent several grueling nights praying and pleading to whoever would dare listen, until finally a solution presented itself. An idea so obvious that he was embarrassed by his slow-wittedness. And so the next visit to the tanning salon, he lathered up his dick with extra tanning lotion and he set the timer to 20. But after 15 terrifying minutes, his penis started to hurt and burn. And that's because it was 
Oh, the horror. But it gets worse for him because the following week, his sunburned penis began to peel and shed. He couldn't touch his own penis for weeks. Oh. Hot dog. Oh, Jesus. Story number three. Tales of the Bloody Pussy. (laughs) Times were rough. And Michael was busy being a was very busy being a single father, so much so that he never realized that at one point he'd gone close to four months without an intimate encounter with a woman. Though determined to get some action one night, Michael put on his best and he went out to a club where he meets a young mysterious woman that wants to party. One thing leads to another and they find themselves at the young mysterious woman's Things were getting hot and heavy as the young lady took her clothes off. She asked Michael to go down on her. So happy to oblige because he's a trooper, he goes when suddenly he tastes something metallic. Thinking it might be what he thought it was, he decided what the hell and he just pulled his desperate peen out. Now the lights were dim and little can be seen, but afterward, the room looked like a murder scene. (laughs) And Michael's penis was covered with a grotesque chunkiness that made his stomach turn. (laughs) But that's not the end. The story says that Michael was a gentleman, and he decided to pretend that he didn't notice the grounded-up venison on his penis. (laughs) And he was... he was getting ready... And he was getting ready to get up and go clean himself when the young mysterious girl did the unthinkable. She cleaned it up herself. Uh, Oh my god! To this day, to this day, many believe the girl didn't notice the chunks and the blood. (laughs) Or did she? Needless to say, Michael never called that carnivorous woman again. But they say... On a late drunk night, you can hear voices whisper, Bloody penis. <laughs> Bloody pussy. Yours are so much worse. <laughs> All of those are just terrible. Those are so much. Andrews is like, I'm an idiot and I peed. <laughs> Yours are like, there's blood and gore and, and in body horror shit going on. Yeah. They're pretty gross. All right. So. <laughs> The phone number to call is 818-394-0279. Call now, 818-394-0279. First come, first serve. You might need to give people a minute to you know, Process. vomit and, and clean uh, out the bucket, well, rinse do, their mouth out. Does Without giving away the answer, because I want the listener who calls in to be the first one, okay? Okay. To share their thoughts. I don't want anybody giving them clues. I don't want you guys to sway their guess. Don't rock oh, the hold on. Oh. Hello, caller. You're there. Hello? Hold on a second. You do have great luck. Hold on. Who else is calling me? Hold oh. on. We have more. We have like four calls coming in. Oh, my God. You've hit. I <laughs> have a theory and I want to share it so bad, but Mike said no. Yes. So. Raina, Raina must be the first one. Now, if she doesn't guess correctly, then I will allow this time. I will allow one person to offer some assistance. Andrew, yes. do you have any thoughts? Before I give out the answer, do you have any thoughts? All of these uh, definitely tie into some aspect of you. And that makes it really hard. 
Uh, what I'm thinking is you're so vain that your penis not taking a tan, giving yourself a sunburn. I absolutely, I wholeheartedly believe that that could happen. <laughs> I like where said, your head's at. You, you definitely have some logic and deductive reasoning going for that you. That being said as well, the, the lust aspect of it, again, that club puss. <laughs> <laughs> and and accidentally, you say that sounded so and, and, out of body. And, and, and I was I was a single father for many years, raising a son. It, it makes was, sense. So there may be some partial truth to all of these stories. Accidentally getting your red wings. The one that where that one falls apart for me is is the woman you are with. Can you get your red wings when you already had them for years before? You have to renew them. <laughs> oh, is it's it an like annual subscription? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right. So, Andrew, you just offered no real assistance. You said all nah. of them could be true. And the well, jock itch could also be true because you... You, you, you mean dick itch. All right, Tony, <laughs> what about you? What story do you think is real? I don't know. I, I seriously hope they're all not real. Because those are like the, the roughest month for Tony ever. Those are the most fucked up stories I've ever heard in my entire life. <laughs> Thank you. I, I would. I, I'll go would out. Would you please on a limb. apologize to me now? No, I won't. Uh, <laughs> I I will go out on a limb and say the athlete's foot one. Okay, I mean, that's I'm, less graphic. That's less graphic. Okay. All right, uh, Thomas. What about you? I cannot help because I know which one. How do you know which one? Because we've talked. Before. Oh, have we? <laughs> yeah, you told me. Okay, I figured. You know, I was gonna do a disclaimer that if you listen to the old Men with No Live shows, I did share <laughs> one of these stories. Yeah. Um. All right, Randy. Do you have? Did, does she know because of you, Thomas? She has a conspiracy theory. Okay. Yes. But, go. <laughs> so, I I actually I do know because um of past. Rain Man shows, and I've been waiting for this story for like. Wait a second! I've never, years. I've never spoken about any of these things, and well, I don't want to go too far, and then we're gonna let everybody know. But I also part of I'm like, it's gonna be a Halloween like trick, and he's gonna be like, surprise, all three of them real. <laughs> so that's my theory. But I know which one. The think- ego of Mike means all of them. <laughs> yeah, oh, he pulled you- out the worst of the worst of all of his sex stories <laughs> to share. <laughs> he was gonna top Andrew. Thomas, go, yeah. All right, so Raina. It's got to be the tan, right? Number one. You would be correct. (laughs) Look at you. You win a DC Universe membership annual pass. And now I got to figure out how we come up with that budget. (laughs) I was hoping hoping, hoping you were wrong. (laughs) You bet this whole time no one would get it. I was like, oh, please don't get it. (laughs) Please don't get it right. All right, so thank you, Raina, for playing and also revealing my secrets all right so randy was that around is that what you thought yeah okay so did Ra- so you I, I i have shared that story before on rain man you didn't you teased it about like a year or two ago um, wow you have a good memory yeah and you had said something about about how you got athlete's foot on your dick basically oh, that's and i right. was like please tell me and nope i've had to wait this entire time <laughs> oh I, so i've actually said that on rain man before yeah okay Wow, that's not very fun. Then Raina's cheating. <laughs> she's all she's playing. She's playing coy. She's like, I think it's number one. <laughs> <laughs> all right, enough of these dick stories. I can't take them anymore. I mean, this that's is enough. how you celebrate Halloween, though. We're right? gonna stay away from dick stories for a very long time. Like you know one, two weeks. I think most of us in this room are gonna flee from dick for a while. <laughs> most of us. Sorry, Thomas. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh, oh. 
I ate a bunch of cum. <laughs> she always gets Common disgusting. Knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> she my butt. Oh, jeez. <laughs> and now it's time for news. I'm a fall over myself. Like, my mom was a good mom. She raised me well. But if you listen to this show, you would never know that. <laughs> Go ahead, Andrew. The Simpsons producer responds to claims that Apu is leaving. Who? Apu. <laughs> Please continue. Oh my God. One of the original writers of The Simpsons has responded to claims that Apu will be written out of the show. Okay. Last week, producer and YouTuber Adi Shankar claimed that The Simpsons plans to drop the Apu character altogether. But Al Jean, who is an executive producer, has responded on Twitter saying that Andy Shakar does not speak for our show. Apu has become controversial recently, with some people arguing that he is an Indian stereotype. Uh, Shankar, who is a producer on the Netflix show Castlevania, told IndieWire that he's been told Apu's days on the shows were numbered. Isn't that, though, the part of the humor of The Simpsons in general? The entire thing's a stereotype. Is anyone not going to complain that Homer is literally white trash to the max? Definition of. That's a stereotype. He drinks beer after work. He has no real good fathering skills. He's an idiot. The wife takes care of everyone. Yeah. He's basically a cartoon of white trash America. Yeah. He yeah. is a cartoon of yeah, that. It's weird. It's weird. Go ahead. He claimed to have got the news from two people who work on the show and a third person who works with Simpsons creator Matt Groening. Simpsons executive producer Al Jean, who has been there since the show started way back in 1989, tweeted, Andy Shakar is not a producer on The Simpsons. I wish him the very best, but he does not speak for our show. Uh, Gene did not say whether or not Apu would be staying in the show uh, afterwards there. Earlier this year, Shankar launched a competition to write a script in a clever way, subverts Apu, pivots him, writes him out, or evolves him, which he argued would solve the Apu problem. The guy that was complaining about it, he's offering suggestions on how to get rid of a character on a show that he doesn't write. He launched a competition for that for a show he doesn't write. So because he doesn't like the representation, get rid of the representation, even though it's not offensive. It's not. It's a cartoon. and It's always supposed to be humor pushed to the max. And I know Simpsons fans who have said they've learned more about Indian culture because he... Apu as a character always said actually that's a horrible stereotype and the truth is this yeah and they learned from it whereas Mm. Homer was the idiot who assumed things right yeah but people that requires way too much thinking dissection Mm. and people don't do that they just it's knee-jerk knee-jerk reaction is the era we live in go ahead Andrew there has been a discussion about Apu since Indian American comedian Hari Kondabolu released a documentary called The Problem with Apu last year he said, "What was that?" Whoa! Oh. He said that the, stere- <laughs> that the stereotypical portrayal of Apu meant people made fun of him. After a while, you'd watch The Simpsons on a Sunday, and you get a sense of how you'd be made fun of at school on Monday, uh. based on what Apu did in the latest episode. No, oh, please. Apu was the only Indian we had on TV at all, so I was happy for any representation as a kid. And of course, he's funny, but that doesn't mean that this representation is accurate or right. How about you identify as a as a human being, and then you get all the represent, representation you need? And quit, quit segregating yourself. Oh, I need to see Indians in order for me to understand myself. That's your parents' job, bro. Not not a cartoon, not a TV show. 
Also, is Homer a good representation of white people in any way? Uh, hello, this is uh, tech support. Uh, we have a solution <laughs> for the Apu problem. <laughs> yeah, what do you got? Uh, you just simply reset your router. It should take care of it. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it off and on again? Off it, yes. That usually okay. solves the trick. Will that erase him entirely? Yeah, possibly. It could, I mean, there's too many questions, please. I just want you to reset your router and uh, all things should be good after that. I think you're seeing that a poo is just a, a piece of tech. Does that mean we have to we have to kill a poo? I got and then three blinking lights. I don't know what that means. I need. Is the fourth one supposed to be solid or how's that work? Yes, you want good representation? Go fuck yourself. Oh, okay. Well, that wasn't helpful at all. <laughs> the Simpsons. If you're looking for representation in a cartoon that started in the '80s. You, that's your first problem. Why are you looking for representation in a cartoon? Go look for representation where it really matters. The Simpsons isn't really relevant. This is the most news that show has gotten in years. Yeah. What else do we have in the news, Andrew? And and, and don't and don't play that Indian music anymore during these types of topics. It's very <laughs> I offensive. It. I brought my sitar. You just completely you just completely deflate the importance of these news topics when you play lessons. Indian cultural music and i figured that a sitar would fit all right go ahead please with the news no one shows up to a six-year-old tucson boy's birthday party according to his family oh the humanity a tucson arizona six-year-old invited 32 of his classmates to a pizza party for his birthday over the weekend and his family says no one showed up (laughs) (laughs) teddy's party was held at a peter piper pizza restaurant in tucson on a sunday afternoon you know what the sad thing is is that nobody would have known if you didn't post a photo and let it go viral and now your son is humiliated for the yep. rest of his life and he will never run away from this hey you're that guy that uh, no one showed up to no one showed up to your birthday party <laughs> and your mom posted it on instagram that's what that is far worse you know what it was do you understand how embarrassing that would be as a child oh yeah Absolutely. That is more embarrassing than Thomas's penis thimble story. It is. Then, yeah. The thing I is, lost track of what I was going to say. You know what that was? <laughs> that was a shitty, two, shitty 32-year-old mother forgetting to mail the fucking invites. I, that's my money. She forgot to mail invites and then was like, oh, fuck. Well, I'll turn it into something bigger than that but also, to make it all about me. This is kindergarten, right? This is you're putting a lot of stress on kindergartners to get to your birthday. Also, you got to remember, I have I'm dealing with a kid right now and the amount of birthday parties that we're invited to. I can't keep up. I can't keep up with with those effing E invites they do now. And then they send home a written one with my son. There are so much expectations on these children. Let's not put more on the children and the parents. You know how to fix that, though? How? Don't have kids. No. Oh. <laughs> what else do we have in the news? Uh, moving on to Red Dead. No, Red- I want to no. finish the article, you please. What else in the news? Sil Mazzini's Teddy's mom said that 32 invitations were sent out, inviting the kindergartner's classmates and the parents to join him for celebrations at the restaurant. That's 31 too many. <laughs> she said that a few people did respond, that they were unable to make it, but out of everyone else, no one came. <sighs> I'm done with parties for a while. Mizzini joked with two ABC 15 following the sad weekend showing. She actually said that to the news. Yep. What a pity party. She's having her 15 minutes of fame, Mm -hmm. making jokes for ABC 15, and her son is just the butt of the embarrassment and jokes. Yeah. Oh, that's horrible. Go ahead. 
The family does plan to celebrate Teddy's birthday on Monday night by reading well wishes shared with the family after Mazzini's photos from the party were posted by a Tucson reporter and picked up by other Arizona outlets. If you look at this photo, this is like the most staged. Honey, I know you're having the worst birthday ever, but go sit in the middle so mommy can get a picture for Instagram. I feel bad for that kid. (laughs) That is so fucking like staged. There's no there's no reason you need to embarrass your child like that and then shame people. We're not going to a birthday party. What do they owe you? What do they owe you to go to your birthday party? Yeah. You're not special. Don't put that type of stress on your poor child. He didn't need to know this, that 32 people don't want to come to his party. Yeah, that's bad. You parenting. know what I would have done if I did this? If I had invited a bunch of people to my son's birthday party and no one showed up, I would be like, hey, you know what? We canceled it, but we're going to do something more exclusive. Just you and me. And I would even let him just know. lie. Why would you let your son know that? Because you're a bad parent who wants yeah. to be on ABC 15. Yeah, go ahead. Well, hey, maybe but- no one likes the kid. <laughs> Tony just going with it as red. Thank you, Tony. Maybe yeah. the kid's a piece of shit. Yeah. Social media was flooded with messages of support, and Phoenix Suns has Teddy as their guest at Wednesday's game. Wait, against- the Phoenix Suns? Yep. They had him as a guest. They will have them as a guest tomorrow's at tomorrow night's so game. So she did it for free tickets against the Lakers. Mama's a whore. Oh. She did it for free everything. Dude, yeah. I tell you what. Phoenix Rising, the football club down here, also invited Teddy to the team's playoff game on Friday. He's got oh, he two got playoffs. He's, he's got, got hooked He's up. got a playoff game. He's got NBA tickets now. Mom's getting gifts in the mail. You know all that cash ain't going to Teddy. They have a P.O. box set up for people uh, to send cards to as well. Like, they are raking it's bullshit. It in. And you can't have, you know, you can't end this entire debacle by just simply embarrassing your child with that photo. But now they're going to draw attention to it at a basketball game. Yep. With how many more people? More than 32. What was this kid's name? Teddy. Teddy. And now, weighing in <laughs> at a meager 25 pounds, and his mother, a meager 400 pounds, <laughs> known as Fat Linda, has brought her child in here today. To celebrate his birthday because nobody showed up. So please put your hands together for this loser five year old. Let's all celebrate. Put your hands together. Yeah. For Ted. Teddy. Do, do we clap Ted for this? Sucks. So much of a loser couldn't even bring 32 friends to a pizza party. But thanks to his fun mom, he will now have a birthday party here. And we're going to draw attention to it. Put your hands together. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I have a question for the room. That's the next step. Let's embarrass him by announcing it now. On a global scale. It's going to happen. Has this happened yet? The game? The the game where he's invited. No, no, no. That happens tomorrow night. Okay. So the Suns game is tomorrow night. Um, the football rise, uh, Phoenix Rising game is on Friday. Um, and then the Coyotes are getting in as well, oh. uh, throwing them a pizza party for Saturday. God damn You it. know what? We're going to be throwing a pity party for young Ted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Teaching him about life, entitlement. And how your mom's a whore. And how your mom's a whore. <laughs> I call bullshit. Yeah. I think that's fucked up. I have a question for the room. Yeah. Have you ever had a situation either for yourself or other Funny people 
where you have hosted a party, birthday party specifically, and had like one. Have you ever washed your butt? I don't celebrate my birthday because I think it's childish to begin with. Well, sure, but as a kid, I've never celebrated my birthday. But I've always been hardcore. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking fucking straight edge. I've never had that few of people show up to anything. Yeah. Oh, look at Thomas. So cool. No, I'm I'm not. I don't throw parties. I'm not the guy who has a bunch of people over. I'm not cool in that respect. You fully know, admit it, but I've never had like one person show up. You've never been to a party unless you've been to my party, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Pussies get wet. Dicks get hard. They don't shrink down to thimble size at my parties. <laughs> yeah, what's up? And if you're lucky and you're female, I might go down on you because I like that a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Go to Andrew, please. That's that's it. That's that's all. I've never seen says. Thomas look like he actually wants to strangle me, and I think right now today <laughs> is the first time. <laughs> Go ahead, Andrew. That's it. That's it. That's all the article shows. If you want to drop off, then the news, please. I know nobody wants to drop off parents. You have to. I can't say it. No one wants to drop off presents. Please do not give that information out. But they do. Oh, for God's sake! Move on. Next, next on. topic, please. Red Dead Redemption Two earns a record-breaking seven hundred and twenty-five million dollars on opening weekend. Uh, RDR Two, as it's known, broke records in its first three days. Three days on sale, pulling in more than seven hundred twenty-five million dollars in worldwide retail sales, achieving the biggest opening weekend in the history of entertainment. Developer Rockstar Games has announced. That tops the highest grossing movie in history, Avengers uh, Infinity War, which earned more than $640 million during its opening weekend earlier this year. But Red Dead Redemption 2 still isn't the highest grossing entertainment launch of all time. That honor also goes to Rockstar Games' Grand Theft Auto V, which earned more than $1 billion in sell-through on its first three days. I had to dump $160 to even play the game. Because the game what? itself, I didn't, I didn't go Battlefront two this yeah. this time. I didn't buy the special edition. I learned my lesson. I just yeah. bought the basic version. For Why about, did you spend that much? It was like sixty bucks, fifty nine dollars. Should be sixty bucks, yeah. But then I had to buy additional hard drive space because the uh, game is so big. That was the ongoing joke throughout the the initial first day release is yeah. that people were sitting there for hours. I think Angelica, you know, one of our hosts on DC on CW waited close to nine hours before she could play. Yeah. It was a hundred gigs, right? It's crazy. J- just one disc. Yep. You have that data disc and then you got to actually upload the, the, the disc itself. So yeah, it's a little over a hundred, I think. So I had to buy more space unless you want to start deleting things. Right. And you know, you have, if you have your PlayStation more than a couple years, chances are you've already maxed it out. Yeah, so I ended up having to buy a hard drive space and the game just to play. And I played two hours. Good job. Jesus. That's why I can't afford a DC Universe app. You're just you're telling for Raina she's not getting anything. Well, you know, I bought myself a game. <laughs> Go ahead, Andrew. What the, else does it say? The download size that you're mentioning there, it's 105 gigs. Mm, geez. That's fucking insane. Is there any way, any way we can make that shrink down? Or maybe if a you scare size? it. <laughs> Maybe we scare that. 
Rockstar also reports that, according to Sony Interactive Entertainment, Red Dead Redemption 2 set records for the highest ever pre-orders, highest day one sales, and highest sales for the first three days. All right, we get it. We get it. Ne- next news Making article. money. Next news article. Can you imagine, though, that type of money in just two or three days? No. That's insane. That's the future of entertainment right there. Video games, these types of immersive, high-profile titles. Yeah, Crazy. Absolutely. It's worth the money that I spent. It's it's, an, bucks, it's, a, it's yeah. an amazing looking game. Just completely gorgeous. Great soundtrack. A really interesting story that sucks you in from the get go. Pipe moving on. Uh, pipe bomb suspect Caesar Sayok Sayok makes first court appearance. The man suspected of Bill sending Maher? mayor. <laughs> yeah, at this point, I don't give a shit to, to <laughs> pronounce Maher? his name correctly. <laughs> The man suspected of sending 14 pipe bombs to a dominant, uh, excuse me, to prominent Democrats around the country. And CNN was formally read charges on Monday in his first court appearance. Uh, Caesar, age 56, of Adventura, Florida, faces five federal charges and could receive 48 years in prison if convicted. It's not a laughing matter, Andrew. Uh, Sayok appeared on Monday afternoon in the federal district court for the Southern District of Florida before a packed courtroom for a hearing that lasted only a few minutes. Caesar wore a tan jumpsuit with an orange shirt underneath his hands and feet shackled and his hair tied back in a ponytail. Hmm. About five minutes before the hearing started, uh, Caesar appeared visibly emotional, his face turning red with tears in his eyes. He's just, a, he's just sad that he got caught. A slow news day. Yeah. What else does it say? Magistrate Judge Edwin G. Torres informed Caesar of the five federal crimes he's facing. Interstate transportation of an explosive, illegal mailing of explosives, mm-hmm. threats against former presidents and other persons, threatening interstate communications and assaulting current and former federal officers. Torres said a pretrial detention hearing and status conference on Caesar's removal to New York for Friday. Uh, his lawyers also asked the judge to allow him to speak with Caesar in person instead of through a glass partition. The judge said this was up to the warden, but he would make the request. That guy deserves nothing. No. If he's the the true killer mm-hmm. or mastermind behind the, that shooting, he, just throw away the key. Not the shooting, the bombing. The oh, bombing. Bomb. I'm sorry, bombing. Because that's yeah. a whole other different... No, no, bombing. Yeah. yeah, I know. I misspoke. Thank you for correcting me. I, got you. I, <laughs> I got appreciate you it. Daniel Anderson, an attorney for Caesars, told reporters that after the hearing that his client (laughs) is innocent until proven guilty when he was asked whether Caesar should reveal how many bombs he put into the mail system. Okay. He remains innocent and nobody has been able in a court of law to say that those were bombs that he has sent, Aronson added. Therefore, there is no reason why he should speak or possibly have any information to import. There's a lot of mystery behind this entire thing yeah unfortunately it sucks that nobody nobody can just take news anymore for face value we're in this vacuum of doubt now for every article i'm not saying we have all the facts but even before we have facts there are people in the far right already saying up up false flag this isn't real there's no way this killer uh actually did it there's just no way it's way too set up it's way too staged that look at the stickers on his van it's way too you know perfectly displayed i'm like yeah and they they try to discuss the logic behind his plan i'm like well Mm -hmm. you are a logical person you are in your right state of mind and then you cannot try to understand the logic 
of an obviously disturbed individual. That's why I think it's weird that people never wait to try to figure out what actually happened. You have both sides, the far left, far right. They're battling out. They're already battling each other about this entire situation before real facts have even been released. Yeah. All right. That's the news today. He is not going, or excuse me, he is going to plead not guilty at this stage. There's no reason for him to plead any other way, Aaron said said on CNN's Aaron Burnett Outfront. As of Friday, authorities Listen, had, if I was innocent, I would be shouting it as I'm being arrested. I've been framed! <laughs> I swear to God, this isn't me! That's not my van! I swear to God! I would make sure everybody everyone knew. Everybody knew. Everybody knew I'd be shouting it out. I've been framed. This isn't real. This is a false flag. I'm I'm being set up. But the guy just puts his head down. Whatever. Walks quietly. I think that there's something to that. Um, Don't be a conspiracy theorist, I, please. I, I'm, I'm going to. So you... Mr. Protester yeah. feels like this is a false flag. No, I don't. Okay. I, I, I feel that the immediate jump to a conclusion is wrong. Right. However, his performance in the courtroom exhibits signs of, of guilt in the sense that mm-hmm. um, people who are, are handled and, and arrested for mm-hmm. crazy shit like this, they don't think it's real. So right. they take a more aloof right. stance in the courtroom, the, laughing, giggling, and joking. This I, is not that. I do believe that some of these things have been false flags. Like there's a lot of discrepancies in, I believe the Batman theater shooting. That guy looked like he was so doped up. He had no aware. He was not completely aware of what was going on around him. You saw the video of this guy and he just looked lost and dazed and confused. So that to me waves red flags and signals. Okay. Something's not, we don't know the whole story about this guy this guy is an individual that had no money what whatsoever poor broke and yet he managed to purchase all these guns that were upwards of hundreds of thousands of dollars he managed to come up with elaborate booby traps for the cops that also would cost a lot of money to finance Mm -hmm. and they never ever found answers to those basic questions. And that's what you're supposed to do as an FBI agent. You follow the money. That's usually how you figure out whether or not somebody is guilty. You follow that money source, the money that financed it, the money that he's been stashing away. And if you can't find it, usually you don't have a, a conviction. Oh, he's got the guns. We're done here, boys. Yeah. To that note, uh, do you guys remember the West Memphis Three? Yeah, let's not no. let's not do this. Let's not. Just, <laughs> <that's> <laughs> show this, yeah, please. Get, get into the rest of the news. Uh, rest of this article or to the next you remember that one time in the 1950s when they uh, saw an alien ship crash in Roswell? Anything else you want to bring up, Andrew? I mean, I got some, I got some cryptids I could talk about. Please, next news topic before <laughs> I fucking kill you. <laughs> Anti-abortion group lodges campaign. Cesar, Cesar Sainok, like, send you a bomb, please, a real one that actually works. <laughs> Anti-abortion group lodges campaign finance complaint against Planned Parenthood. Of course they did. A socially conservative special interest group has alleged that Planned Parenthood of Northern New England has illegally illegally used taxpayer dollars to support or oppose state candidates in the November 6th general election. A New Hampshire cornerstone action has filed a complaint with the Attorney General Gordon J. McDonald's office alleging the abortion rights group was violating its role as a tax-exempt status group by engaging in political activity. They will do anything. The far right will do anything to shut down Planned Parenthood. Yeah. It's like their single mission in life. Why do they care so much about other people? Worry about yourself. I don't know. Just worry about yourself. 
It's one that I just don't get because it's not your life. You have no say in but, that. But they're doing it wrong and they need to be saved. Therefore, we need to make it so that they're going to be saved, whether they like it or not. Well, you know, as a religious man, oh, uh, hello, this is Pat Robinson. And, uh, you know, as a religious man and also a logical man, I, I don't understand why they even call it Planned Parenthood. There was obviously no planning in your in your sexual escapades. It should be called Unplanned Parenthood. I would I would co-sign that. Is it un, even parenthood? Un, it's not even parenthood. Unplanned Parenthood and kill your unborn fetus. I mean, that that to me uh, is uh, I would sign. I would co-sign that. That works for me. I, get, I, I just a, I just have a problem with the plan part. I mean, there's no planning when you randomly let men just come in you. That's not planning. I do have that's to unplan. I do have to bring up a few other services that Planned Parenthood does offer, if I may. Well, they don't offer anything. They do, of course, they do. They offer, offer a portal that takes you to hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they also offer you um, a one-on-one with the devil. But Lucifer. Mr. Robinson, sir, mm-hmm. don't you mm-hmm. stay young by drinking the blood of the youth? Um, no. Allegedly? I drink the fetuses, that, uh, the, uh, the, the fetus okay. juice. What's Jeez. it called? <laughs> Stem cells. The placenta? I, I drink the placenta juice and, um, <laughs> chow down on it on a Friday night. Uh, it gross. keeps me young. That's why people wonder why I'm still alive. And But I, I don't have a problem with what they do. I just have a problem with the name. That's your issue, the name? <laughs> well, as long as they supply me fetuses in a timely fashion. <laughs> You know, one man's garbage is another man's treasure. Is that how it goes? <laughs> oh. So this year in the ballot, let's change that to unplanned parenthood and everything's good. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. In short, planned parenthood has unlawfully taken taxpayer dollars granted to their 501c3 tax exempt organization and used that money for opposing candidates for the New Hampshire state offices, said Jay Christopher, a policy analyst at, at New Hampshire Cornerstone, uh, Cornerstone Action. Specifically, Planned Parenthood has failed to report this activity and obscured where the money came from and how it was used. I think we should stop all abortion and uh, give those children that aren't wanted by their unplanning parents to uh, just offer those children uh, to my fellow Catholic zealots. I mean, all of us, we love children. Why? Why? Why must you make it a bad thing, Thomas? It's coming from a sincere place here. Just because you're hungry doesn't mean it's a sincere Um, place. We're starving. (laughs) Oh, God. What? We're willing to save these children from certain death and doom. We're going to put them in the fridge. We have great parenting skills. Cook them up later. Uh, Bishop Tony, I know he's been pining for to have a child. (laughs) What? (laughs) Like as a snack? Why you have to? Why are you consumed with food? I mean, just because oh, sorry, I said sorry. I eat pork or as a sexual, you know, no, wrong. That, I would, that's wrong. And if I go with that line of thinking, I'll have to issue an apology next it's week. For much science, like, Thomas. Oh God, that's worse. Uh, Andrew, please continue the news. A spokeswoman for Planned Parenthood said the complaint has no basis. Mm-mm. The accusations in this document are false, said Sabrina Dunlap, vice president of the public policy for Planned Parenthood. The entities that conduct our electoral work. Okay, you know what? I don't like Obamacare. Mm-hmm. I don't. They don't like Obamacare. They don't like Planned Parenthood. So I'm not going to justify Ob- for Obamacare because 
I particularly don't think it works for me. However, there are a lot of people that it works for. So you don't like Obamacare and you want to get rid of Planned Parenthood, then where do you suppose these young ladies go? Not even for abortion, just for general family planning. That's what I'm talking about. Thank you. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I know that. (laughs) That's my point is that they offer medical services to individuals. It's not just about snatching that fetus out of sight of a woman. And giving it over to Pat Robertson to eat. Oh. Like it's a crane game? Just- yes. <laughs> I like the crunchy ones. Jesus. No, Jesus doesn't like it. <laughs> Mr. Robinson likes his fetus with a little bit of age on it. But Jesus has made some deals with me that he's allowing this. And he, he says, you know what? You you have done... <clears throat> the voice. I, you know, he said, you know, Pat, we, him and I are in first name basis. And he says, you know, Pat... You have done so much in the in in the way of pro, pro, what's the church. The, the church. Thank you. I, I just I'm all out of sorts <laughs> right now. I mean, his, his brain's dying. I, I've been listening to this show earlier today. I'm just baffled by all the dick stories, and now I can't think. Um, you know, where was I going with this? Now I'm just old. You and Jesus. I need to eat another. You guys are like this. I need to eat another fetus to help my brain power. Okay, so I I have. Uh, I have worked so well in the name of Jesus that he said, you know what? You have done well for me. Uh, So if you want to eat a fetus or two to help regain or maintain your youth, you can. So Jesus is okay with that. As long as you (laughs) do good and you donate to a charity in my name, uh, then I'm fine. And so is anybody else that chooses to eat a fetus. (laughs) All right. what else does the article say? What, what else do the lies say in there? The entities that conduct our electoral work, Planned Parenthood New Hampshire Action Fund and Planned Parenthood New Hampshire Act- Action Fund PAC follow That's all... That's a mouthful. <laughs> yes. I like my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> follow all campaign oh, please, finance. sickos out there. I, it's a tongue twister. That's all. Ugh. That's all I meant. I like tongue twisters. <laughs> dirty minds go ahead follow all campaign finance laws no taxpayer dollars or federal or state grant money is used for any electoral you know work. Uh, they i'm such a such a frequenter of uh planned parenthood after hours of course right and, and i dig through the trash but they <laughs> they have uh, actually saw me outside a few times and they have sympathy for me and they, uh, <clears throat> you know how sometimes you have different bags uh, where they dump things they have trash then they have biodegradable and then they have uh you know the things that you can't throw in the normal trash biohazard, right? right biohazard thank you and finally you're you're helping the show out i appreciate that <laughs> so you have regular trash biohazard trash and then you have pat robertson trash <laughs> you've got your own little bin all the fetuses are just dumped in is there that, is that like leaving a dish out for a stray cat kind of i always come back <laughs> You know, they always say the quickest way to get rid of a cat is just quit leaving milk out. Obviously, they want me to keep coming because they always dump it in the Pat Robertson bag. I'm all good. Yummy. It's good. I do pray before I consume. That's not like a vampire. To the Dark Lord that it will extend your life. No, Jesus Christ. Right, the Dark Lord. Aww. Go ahead, please. Planned Parenthood has filed state campaign finance reports that outline the independent expenditures it has made on behalf of or against candidates for all state offices this fall. Okay. What else do we have in the news, please? 
Amy uh, Schumer. What? Wonder, yeah. Okay. Amy Schumer wonders why more white NFL players don't kneel. Ah, skip it, please. I, I can't deal with sure. this. Sure. Yeah. What about some ice cream? Cool things off? We've been Wait, real hot. Are, are you just skip skipping one. tons of articles? I am not. You missed one. What did I skip? Oh, I did. Cow. I did skip one. Uh, Andrew, please. You know what? I... Uh, can we do a, a how old are you <laughs> how old are you Andrew? Uh, uh, uh 26 you know i don't condone cannibalism but you know what if if we could do a, a late term 26 year abortion I, I can probably down a few of those limbs you think you, jesus will give you the okay for that yes we do essentially eat christ's body at, during oh, communion oh you're right yeah, so it's the same thing <laughs> grind up andrew's bones and pretend it's a child i mean his his skin is uh in his body and his muscle is a. Uh, <laughs> Is uh, very much like a baby, right? I mean, just, just no, mu- no muscle telling what's all fat. <laughs> almost like veal. <laughs> <laughs> Disgusting. Go ahead. Backing up to the article that I missed. I'm and you wonder sorry. why you guys can't get picked up by satellite radio. <laughs> <laughs> Indian man, age 72, is killed by a group of rogue monkeys <laughs> who threw bricks at him from a tree. Oh. <laughs> That's amazing. I don't know if I should laugh or. I, oh, that's funny. I'm sorry. That's funny. It sounds like a good time. <laughs> An elderly Indian man died after a group of monkeys threw bricks at him from a tree. Drampal Singh was collecting pieces of dry wood when the animals attacked him in Tikri Uttar Pradesh on Thursday. Well, he was just minding his own business. Uh, that's crazy. I like 70- to think he was a dick or something to the monkeys beforehand. <laughs> And they recognized him. Like, oh, yeah, Fuck that guy. You. Fuck that guy. Remember, he threw shit at us? <laughs> well, we're going to throw bricks. <laughs> the 72-year-old died in hospital after sustaining head and chest injuries, according to the Times of India. Monkeys threw more than 20 bricks. Where'd they get the bricks? <laughs> at Jaram Paul on Thursday, his brother Krishna Paul told the newspaper... Thrown from quite a height, the bricks were enough to kill him. This was planned. You know what I wouldn't. You know, listen. I hate atrocities. I hate death. But what I there, I don't think someone could put a price tag on being able to witness that. You imagine, (laughs) dude. I mean, how? Where did they get? You can't buy better entertainment than that. Oh, I'm dying! (laughs) How can you not fucking dodge, bro? These are super monkeys. It's a 72 year old man. This isn't, you know, Planet of the Apes. They haven't developed beyond the start. (laughs) They were planned. Where the fuck they got the bricks? I don't even know. After one brick, (laughs) they had an organized frontal attack. After one brick being thrown, you should have just holy shit! These monkeys are actually throwing bricks at me. I'm out of here. He stayed. He stayed. And he took 20 bricks to the dome. There's got to be some reality disconnect there. You're not going to just roll up a seat and, and, and assume that on your day to day, the risk of being bricked by monkeys yeah. is an actual you thing. You like being so, bricked, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> so looking up and seeing, there's got to be some disbelief nope. there. What does right? the news say? Mr. Singh's family has, lo- has lodged a formal complaint about the incident. <laughs> <laughs> what are they going to do? To the police. Sue the monkeys. All right, boys, bring them in. <laughs> Lay out some bananas. They'll show up. <laughs> I know this. <laughs> I know these perps anywhere. Can you pick them out in the lineup? <laughs> the hosts of the Rain Man show express their frustration through the method of satire and only wish to draw attention to the stupid actions of so many within our modern society. 
the use of racial slurs, offensive speech, and overly condescending attitudes of superiority are simply the tools which are used to display the non-justifiable actions of stupid individuals. Run away from bricks. Sorry, <laughs> not sorry. I feel like we might have needed that disclaimer at the top of the show for tonight. All right, go ahead, please. Yeah. What does it say? Authorities say not much can be done about the aggressive monkeys that make life hell for those who live in the area. How can we register the case against monkeys? This is really what they're talking about. Yep. The station officer at Dongat Police Station told Times, they will make us a laughing stock. Really? (laughs) I don't understand what they hope to accomplish. They want to throw these monkeys where? Like in jail, clearly. I mean, are they dangerous? Then they should be moved. Yeah, but they shouldn't be. They don't know what they, they're they doing. They don't have the concept. Yes, they're intelligent and they probably know what death is, but they're you can't expect animals to have the same moral compass or ethical line of thinking as a human being. These are animals that literally throw feces at each other. And now they're throwing bricks, Mike. Oh, my God. They've graduated. <laughs> I think they've come back. They're to organized, Mike. Look at this case I found. <laughs> this is the third monkey death this week. It is thought that the monkeys who attacked Mr. Singh had collected bricks. Uh, yes, I'll hello. Uh, I've heard that the Singh family is having issues with uh, monkeys throwing bricks. Yes, hello? Yes, yes, that's the, that's the truth. And your solution is to uh, what? To put them in jail? Yes? Uh, well, we're figuring out some sort of zoo or cage setup, but yes, essentially okay, jail. And, and why am I being contacted exactly? Uh, well, you know, we need some help. <laughs> I am. Um, I don't really. Shit, I wasn't prepared for that. What, we're we're this, arresting monkeys. This is tech we? support, and apparently all phone calls are just wired right into my desk. <laughs> <laughs> so, so. <laughs> what does it say, please, Andrew? Uh, though revered, we're not here in... to entertain you, Andrew. Like he sits there laughing. Ex- <laughs> I'm a I'm a listener. He's enjoying this moment. I'm hearing. I've heard you're having a problem with your news guy. Yeah, he's just laughing like he's part of the sh- like an audience member, not part of the show. Okay, well, this seems like a very serious case, and I've been listening in. He seems very annoying. What I would suggest is not resetting our modem. I suggest, uh, is there a gun nearby? <laughs> I have a brick, thanks to these monkeys. <laughs> oh, perfect. Take that bloody brick and just lodge it at his dome, please. <laughs> Can I throw it at him, Thomas? Yeah, no, you're good. <laughs> oh, okay, thank you. Do well, I get a brick? Before you do it, please. Oh, hold up, Tony. Yeah. Please offer something up to Shiva or Muhammad, whichever one you worship. I don't know even know which one belongs in which religious category. We'll, we'll offer this routers up to him, oh, whichever that's, one. That's very powerful. And, Let's offer and, the monkeys, and it makes my heart happy that uh, you're willing to sacrifice a router, right. which is the ultimate reset. <laughs> All right. Well revered in this majority Hindu country, monkeys are a menace in many cities, trashing gardens and rooftops. <laughs> <laughs> it's the monkey call. It's the monkey Shut call. Gather all the monkeys. Gather all the monkeys. Gather all the monkeys. Hold on, we really do need tech support. Now. I need to call tech support for my my megaphone. It's messing up on my. Shut up, the fucking bullhorn. <laughs> that was awesome. But, you know. I, <laughs> In my off hours, I moonlight as a lighthouse. <laughs> <laughs> I guide ships in during the storm. <laughs> Here in India, we don't have the best of e- economy. We don't have Trump as our president. <laughs> so on my off hours, I, I help guide in the... Uh, 
Jeez. The ships that may be lost at sea. Oh my fucking god. <laughs> Go ahead, Andrew. Activist. <laughs> I think I think we're losing the segment. Sorry, we, we need to close out today's show. Uh, you gotta get to your second job. <laughs> we'll be back with the no talent. Asperger's. Oh yeah, autistic <laughs> post show. We'll be right back. <laughs> Thank you for listening to The Rain Man Show with your host, Michael Flores, with hosts Tony Sabal and Thomas Cowley, Andrew Spindler with the news, audio guru Dustin Lucas, produced by Michael Flores and Dustin Lucas. The Rain Man Show is a Cazador Productions and Rain Man Digital broadcast production. For all things Rain Man, go to rainmanshow.com. Welcome to the Rain Man No Talent Autistic Post Show with your host, Andrew. With me, I've got Thomas. Hello. Tony. Hey. And Randy. Hi. Hi. Now, was that a Halloween special or that what? Was, I tell you what. <laughs> it had dicks. It had murder. <laughs> it had more dicks. It, it had, had apologies. It had blackface. It had a lighthouse. <laughs> it had cannibalism. It, it had. <laughs> it did technically have cannibalism. Abortions and even fetuses is quite quite horrific. It was (laughs) that had it all. So good, it's scary, right? Oh man, I don't know what the show has turned into, especially today. All the news was just dicks, dicks. All the stories were just dicks, dicks, dicks. It was definitely the dick centric episode, and I think that had to be part of it when we lead up to (laughs) (laughs) new theme song. I think it had to be part of it if we were going to build up to Mike's dick horror story. Right. We we had two weeks of other horror stories, myself and you. It made sense that this episode kind of, you know, had to be all about that. Although, God, were they gross. Jesus Christ. So the <laughs> three stories that, that Michael had, had given as his uh, potentials, mm-hmm. I absolutely would have thought that every single one of them would have been correct. And just like Randy had said during the during the show, she. You and I were thinking the exact same thing. I was like, come on, Mike is told. I could totally see him being like, man, my penis doesn't match my body. I've got to go in and fix this fast. <laughs> the visual he gave for that name, though, the, like the hot dog in the microwave, just. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. I, I can say he's he did some it's real all about the wording. <laughs> he did some real good righty bits for, for the real good righty bits. Righty bits. Uh, for for the for the for the dick horror stories, I, I gotta say, I gotta give him props. Yeah, but okay, so with that story, I didn't finish saying everything about that fungal story. Go on. So oh, God, after I 
gave myself athlete's foot on my penis. Athlete's dick. Athlete's dick, if you will. And Sean posted this. He said after one that might that must have been one serious strain of athlete's foot. I'm paraphrasing here uh, because you went straight to your groin after one (laughs) masturbation session. Michael Flores, congrats on winning the fungal lottery. Okay. I need to bring this computer closer. I can't see. Uh, Okay. So it it was just one, but the athlete's foot was so bad. My friend like never cared. Like he was one of those dirty boys. They just like, yeah, whatever. It'll go away eventually. Athlete's foot does not go away if untreated. Listen, you're 20 years too late, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, the worst part about the story is not that. Like, I, I figured it was just essentially a yeast infection was it turned into. So I, essentially a yeast infection around my dick, and it started, like, uh, like peeling. Like, like uh, an athlete. Right. And I, you learn something when you have to deal with a situation like that. And I didn't know what to do about it, so I called my mother. Oh my God, yeah. really? I called my mom and I told her that I had athlete's foot on my penis. And she said, well, how did that happen? Of course, I didn't tell her. I said that I was trying to clean the athlete's foot off my feet. And then I accidentally brushed up against my penis. I didn't tell her I actually was jerking it. She doesn't need to know that. So I oh said, mom, I think I need fungal cream. I don't know how to get rid of this. It hurts really bad. And I and I, you guys know that already that I will not go and buy embarrassing things from right. the store. You, you'd rather have your dick fall off. Right. So I said, mom, <laughs> I need you to please go to the store and bring me some fungal cream. <laughs> and she's all, well, I don't know if that will work. I'm like, well, ask the pharmacy guy. So she did. And she told him that I had athlete's foot on my dick. <laughs> and she said that he looked at her funny and started laughing. <laughs> he probably knew the truth. Oh, fuck. That's wild. As somebody who's had athlete's foot for most of his life, like, I, I, I can't fathom what that would Ugh. feel like on, on the penis. Because if you've ever had athlete's foot and it gets real bad, it starts to crack oh, that, the that, skin that, 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 and then nope. they'll peel off the large, segment is large done. chunks. Yeah. So let's talk about literally anything else. Because you're going to have to apologize just like Tony did if you keep telling that story. Let's talk about blackface. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth transition. So there's one thing that I just want to touch on with this particular article is is uh Megan Kelly opened up the article saying that she didn't think that blackface was racist. How can you be so aloof that just to ignore in basic schooling it's going not over in the basic history. schooling in the history. My fucking ass it is. You know how long the civil war was in my regular level before I went to some higher level classes? In high school, it was four pages with huge ass pictures. There's no way that it's a common thing. Now, it's if a- you if you go into race relations and go into some of that in college or you take an interest in it or you're a, a film aficionado where you see the jazz singer, I can easily see where you would know it. But as far as common parlance, most people, I would think, know that it's wrong, but don't know the reasons as to why. How many people have seen all those old cartoons from the 40s, 50s, 60s. Have you ever watched the Looney Tunes? Yes. Yeah. There you go. Racist but how many people, of... when you're a child, understand that shit? Yeah. They go over all of that shit in, in when college? they cover civil rights. In college? No, in basic schooling. What? Not, not, There's not in basic Civil rights is not a basic high up. school class. It was acceptable. They showed those cartoons on Saturday mornings. 
You, you, the thing is that that's not an average person's experience knowing the history. Yes, again, they will know there's blackface is wrong, but not the history and deep seated sure, racism behind def- it. What they didn't help, you know, like is that it's Megan Kelly. She right. already has a reputation, you know, like or you know, because not 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 a racist reputation, but she comes from a background like she's Fox News. She's right wing. Right. She's she's a she's she's definitely an easy target for the left. You forgot that she's hot as well. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Again, I still think that most people are not aware of the history behind that. No, whether or not right. they they know it's wrong, but they don't know the exact reasons why. Other than you know the obvious at the surface level, they don't understand the years of depictions in cartoons and media and the the characterization of all of that stuff. And the context in which she was actually talking about it was a question that I had the other night where I was like, well, what if I wanted to be, you know, the Disney princess Tiana? There's not much difference between like I would have to be in blackface in order to be that. Otherwise, you're going to be like, look, there's Cinderella. Like, and that's kind of I feel like what she was like her angle was coming from and she if you have just worded it badly if you have to change the color of your skin t- put on blackface or whiteface for a costume it's a shitty costume oh yeah you can oh, find yeah. a better costume where that's a separate argument though and and some of it's getting to the point to me where it's like when you go to a, a comedy show these days where it's like no cell phones, no recording devices of any kind yeah. need to be put in front of any Halloween party because people are getting in trouble and when they're drinking for any costume they have. And while there are some, you know, examples that are, yeah, you could have done a very different costume rather than an SS officer. There's also ones where it's like cowboy and Indian from or Tonto and the Lone Ranger that were costumes of characters and people are getting destroyed for that image. That I don't agree with that being the same because that's not the same level as a fucking SS <laughs> officer. I'm sorry. Well, and, it depends on the SS. You oh, for Christ's sake. Look, Halloween is all about dressing up, drinking, oh. drinking, getting spooked. Right. Spooked. Oh, see, and then we have this, and this is why Tony is had that? an apology. This is why Tony had an apology, which <laughs> he's just so fucking happy with himself right now. He broke himself. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Well, I mean, it, it really—it's just you can't laugh at a lot of things. We laugh at a lot of shit at the show. I mean, we laughed at an old man getting clubbed <laughs> to death by monkeys for Christ's sake. Funny as fuck. Which I, so I, I, I want to look that up on YouTube now. There's not video of it. To, oh, first of really? all, we probably would have played it. Second of all, there's not video. <laughs> that would have been awesome. How? Okay, so moving on to monkeys mm-hmm. and India and all that stuff. Monkeys and rats. Um, India and India are, are pest animals. Rats, of course, but monkeys, them being native, they're they're. I don't. Are they pests? If we moved into their territory, or are we the pests? They're, they're pests intelligent. The, they're pests if you in the think sense about it. They're pretty intelligent. They're pests in the sense that they're impeding on our lifestyle and, right. in, in the strict form of that. Well, they can we are the their thing. pests. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. So, this is how the war starts. <laughs> and then Caesar shows up and riding genocide. a horseback, riding on horseback, throwing bricks to people. <laughs> <laughs> you got to start somewhere before you get a rifle, man. That's all I'm saying. Could you imagine just 
just to the sight of a bunch of monkeys throwing brick. I gotta say, I'm brick. I'm with Mike awesome. on that one. I would be laughing if I saw some guy just running from monkeys <laughs> as bricks are being thrown. But but even if he's 72, unless he was truly hobbling or the first one that he didn't see coming took him down, I would think you drop everything and run. A brick, a brick from like two stories up is going to take you out. Yeah, and they said the tree was like super high too. Very so very high. It up. wasn't like Which, they. Even if they were just like letting it drop, they like, weren't like Tom Brady throwing it at <laughs> yeah, 100 no. yards. Okay. Even still, that brings up another question: How did a group of monkeys get 20 fucking bricks up a tree? Well, <laughs> I'm telling you, they're, they're organized. Yeah, this is how the war starts. This they is game planned. warfare. This guy, I'm telling you, okay, so this guy was like antagonizing them or something, or he was some leader of something the monkeys didn't like. Like he worked for the group that was trying to push them out of the habitat. So they got organized. They got weapons. They, they followed rose his up. route. They rose and they up. planned an assassination. Yeah, they rose up against the plantation owner. Oh, and went Holy I was God. waiting for it to happen. And I... <sighs> Why? That, that is such an, an incredible sight. You know, like monkeys killing humans with bricks. That would be like... I think Tony's going to need another apology that the, soon. That is, that is the beginning. That is the beginning, and I offer myself to be liaison, to be like negotiator between. You're going to talk monk- with the monkeys, yeah, monkey and man. You and know, negotiate. while you do that, I'm mm. going to call my my contacts here. Make sure that you get in contact with the right monkeys. Oh, I'm going to ring Thank them you. up and say, "Hey, bring all of your bricks and kill this bitch." <laughs> I will offer them. I will offer them sacrifice. Well, I will offer them. Look, we have this twink here oh, that Jesus. we would be more than happy to offer as target practice for your well, brick throwing. We got to give Tony a little leeway because this whole last month has been dick stories, which he's yeah. been surprisingly silent and didn't offer one or didn't have one. One of hey, the two. You know what, Thomas? I had two stories me. shared. Look I had at, two stories shared. You thanks see to me? Randy. Do, do, do you yep. see me? What am I? Asian. Yeah, very good. Very good. <laughs> His very horror good. You're story. very observant. You're very observant. I, I will got to say, it's it was a bit of a both, damn it, I should have thought what, of that. I, I, I will tell you this, though. Mm. I did have a story. Go on. Uh, okay. I did have a story, you know, uh-huh. but it's more or less regarding not on. just on me, but regarding my people. Oh, Christ. What? They have small dicks. Is that what you're going to tell me? No, no. I mean, uh, I mean, I don't know if you realize, I don't know if we have even enough time for this, but you know, uh, the, 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 uh, the legendary tale of John Bobbitt. No, John Bobbitt, Lorena Bobbitt, uh, cut off Lorena Bobbitt, cut off John Bobbitt's penis and threw it out, you know, and, uh, like John Bobbitt apparently became some, some porn star of a guy who had a reattached penis and all that. Uh, Lorena Bobbitt like off the no Lorena horse? Bobbitt you know was a Filipino that was the that was the big rumor okay. you know about uh, about her and, and there I verified it with a lot of like because uh, you guys all talk to each other <laughs> no I mean like it is a common it is it is a common story that at times if uh back in the Philippines if a you know if a guy cheated on his wife or girlfriend. Uh, the girlfriend would wait until they were asleep and cut the penis off. Or like uh, there have been tales of them getting their men drunk enough that they would be helpless. And then they would wait for the proper time to cut off their penis. Oh, so that's your horror story? That is, the, that is the a horror culture. story. You it's know, a, that, that explains why a lot of Filipino... That's a horror story. <laughs> that is, uh, it explains why uh, Filipino males sleep with their hands. Oh, you know, for God's sake. around their penis. 
you know, like really, oh, like some kind of mummy like position in a, in, a, in a fetal position. Oh my that God. is a common uh, position of sleep. Like what I'm doing. I know we mm. don't have video, but uh, like <laughs> I, uh, but, I know uh, we don't have video, but in, here's a strictly. I'm the, I am in the fetal position, holding you know, your covering junk. my ju- junk with both hands. All right, you know. well. but but yes, you know, like I'm surprised that I mean, it must be a generational thing because I remember the tale. Of John Bobbitt. It was it was over twenty three years ago. Yes, is when this had happened. Um, turns out, Mister Bobbitt's penis reattached and still works. There you okay. go. And he this became a porn star. And I I thought I mine was bad, which it was. But I I was kicking myself because Randy like sent me a text message immediately after, like, why didn't you tell him about the tongue ring one? And I was both upset because I had forgotten about that one because I probably blocked it out of my memory because that hurt. Followed by, damn it, I have more than one horrible story. See, I had that exact same thought. I left, and immediately something that had happened to me when I was 13 also popped into my head. All right, well, Tony shared one. Randy has shared the second one of mine. What's your... 13 year old story and do we need the police involved uh no we don't need the police involved um so statutes of limitations this passed correct Correct. maybe we'll see so it was when i had first truly discovered masturbation (laughs) oh this is gonna be be it it involved a map and a long boat ride i was jerking it like 24 7 right hormones Uh of a 13 year old whatever eventually eureka Eventually, I masturbated myself into pain, and I had to stop for a bit. Okay, <laughs> so about a week. You're doing it wrong. <laughs> I didn't discover lube until much, much later. So it was just, it was just like friction, rubbing, rubbing my dick oh, like. A, don't do that by the mic. Between my hands, oh. just like starting a fire. Um, no, you so didn't I had think I, maybe loosen the grip, maybe chill for a half second. No, no, no. So here's what happened. After I had experienced the pain, I had stopped. About a week later, I had peeled off callus off uh, the tip of my penis, off the around the head of my penis. And rightfully so. Yeah. Well. That's disgusting. <laughs> I think that's enough horrifying what stories. A way to, what a way Halloween. to end the segment. Jesus Christ. It's going to be a good Halloween, guys. Thank you, everybody, for joining us with the Rain Man No Talent Autistic Post Show. We will catch you next week.